welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Let's get talking. This is a story of two friends who decided to pair their separate skills and create a closet streamlining business. Jennifer Rustam and Dana Turk started Pair and Polish, a closet organization and styling service to help friends clear closet stagnation and to inspire their creativity towards best self-dressing. I can't wait for you to listen. The potential is there and they help you see it. And for extra styling tips, you can head over to the Talking Joy website and read the newest blog. I'm coming to you today live from, from my own bedroom closet and really twofold. I thought it would be fun to be sitting in here, but um, there's some guys that are lawn blowing my front yard and and I was trying to, you know, we're all working from home these days and, um, you know, this is real life. So here I am hiding in my closet with, uh, with all of my stuff, but how perfect because one of the things that you guys mentioned um, in your bio was taking your shoes and things and turning them facing out so that you actually see them. So your items greet you when you walk into the closet. And I love that. So as I sit here, my shoes are facing out and (laughs) and greeting us. Um, Tell me a little bit about, um, you know, where did this idea come from and uh, why did you guys choose to do this? You both come from varied backgrounds, uh, which I thought the similarity is that Jennifer, you worked for Cartier at one time and Mm -hmm. Dana, you worked for Tiffany's. So you both come from some sort of uh, creative backgrounds. um, And, you know, Dana, you had mentioned that you're very organized. Um, So how did this, this come to be? This No, I think the idea was born actually, well, last fall at Jennifer's house, she had had a few of us over for dinner outside and um, our friends were talking about how beautifully and resourcefully she had decorated her home and and reorganized and and set up a, a family life there. And I think as we were cleaning up, we started talking about, we, we have known each other 20 years and we know what our, our natural inclinations and skills are. And Jennifer is wonderfully creative. I'm hyper-organized, but we're both very resourceful. And so we thought in the vein of doing things that come naturally and creating a partnership, um, wouldn't it be fun and interesting to go and help people organize their closets and then look at what they have and reorganize it in creative ways so that they have a variety of things to wear and go out and live their lives with confidence. Dana and I have been friends for uh, at least two decades. And um, we, you know, we spend a lot of time together and we, you know, we're, we're home. We have grown children and we've, always been trying to think of something that we'd like to do together. And we both really enjoy helping other people. Um, Dana's strength has always been, I mean, all my kids um, 
carpools and everything. She was always one of the ones organizing the carpools. And I was always one, just tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. I will do that. So Dana has that unbelievable um, organizational um, quality in her. And I love clothes and um, decorating and, you know, putting things together and you know, Dana's the one that came, she, she approached me and was like, why don't we, why don't we put our skills together and do something with them? And she said, why don't, why don't we do a closet streamlining? And she's like, you're so good at deck, you know, um, outfits. Why don't you decorate, uh, you know, the people. And I said, yeah, okay, we can do that. And then I was sort of, I really, took hold of that. And I was like, we can do this. This is something I know we're both very good at what we do. And, um, you know, we're taking steps and moving forward. Um, and, you know, we've had a couple friends that we've, uh, tested our skills on and, and they've truly, I think, come out, you know, on, on the other side, um, feeling comfortable with the way their closets look and having an organized you know, closet and then having outfits to go out with that they never thought they had. And we try and use their clothes that they, that they have, that they just, you know, if you go into a department store, they give you an outfit to wear. They're like, oh, this looks good together. And you, you find yourself wearing that same outfit over and over again. And, um, and with Dana paring down the, the closets to things that people either, you know, they don't need and, and, um, or just, you know, they're, they're just not something the person would care to wear. Now um, we can start with like a fresh slate and then put things together. Yeah. And, you know, that's so needed. Um, you know, clothes carry, I think, like spiritual significance because they represent how we present ourselves to the world and they also how we feel about our bodies. And I tend to personally like run out and get something new when I, when I need like a little uplift. And I, I forget sometimes like I'll get home and I'm like, wow, this is kind of embarrassing, but I already have that, or I have something similar to that. And what I'm hearing is this streamlining. It's, it's almost environmentally healthy because you're probably donating what you don't need to charity or to someone else who can use it. Um, But then you're repurposing things that you already have in a fresh new way. Um, and I think that often women get stuck. Um, would you agree with that? Do you, have you found has your experience so far been that people just get stuck, um, with not being able to see that and maybe their closets are so unorganized, um, which happens to mine, like I'll, it'll get overwhelming and then I'll pare it down and then, you know, gets overwhelming again. Yes, I think sometimes, you know, closets can be storage areas for people um, and things do stagnate in there. And, you know, Jennifer is highly creative. I like to be organized and where our sort of Venn diagram meets um, is that we're both resourceful. And within your closet, you have items that you have purchased or collected for a reason. Um, But there also can be emotions that are attached to all of those items in there. Maybe somebody gave it to you as a gift um, and you feel guilty getting rid of it. You haven't been able to wear it. Maybe you bought something on a, 
weekend trip with a bunch of friends and they said, hey, you really need these lavender jeans. And you thought that sounds great. And you got home and said, now what am I doing with this? Sometimes, you know, having somebody with you to give sort of fresh eyes on what you have and to identify, help you identify what do you value? What do you treasure in here? And what is also superfluous? What do you not need? What could you pass on to somebody else? And um, when Jennifer and I enter the closets, we tune in pretty quickly to where that person is and why we're there to help them and what they want to get out of it, what they envision for themselves, sort of not only today, but also in the future, because it's a balance. So this gets really, it gets, it's personal. Your closet is really personal. Like I even sitting in here, I was worried a little bit like, oh, wow, what are they going to think of, of my closet? Because it, it is very personal. Um, and so I could see how it would be intimidating to let someone else sort of into that sacred space or that personal space. Um, and, but what I'm hearing you say is that you sort of are approaching that with a non-judgmental way that you're here to, and you're really listening, which I think is an intuitive thing. You're sort of listening to the person on hearing what they want, you know, what their lifestyle is and, um, and you're going from there. Um, so you had said, I think in, in some of the material that I read that you say, take a section of your closet and completely empty it. And that sounds scary to me. Tell me a little bit about that process. So I, I'm, so when, when I walk into a closet, I think, um, I'm going with the, the expression to begin, begin. Just walk in and the first area that, that we see, I'm, we'll just literally take things off the shelf. So it sort of depends what the person wants. Some people, a lot of people over the past year have sort of edited and paired. But if somebody has a closet where they're really holding on onto a lot of things, it could be files, shoes, other family members' clothes, just start at, at what's right at the, at the entry point. Um, we did a closet recently and we started with the shoes and sort of said, well, we're gonna take all these things off the shelves and go one by one. And it actually, it, it's very tangible and we can sort of help people move through this much more quickly than they could on their own. It's so, sort of, we bring a little bit of clarity to, oh, I see you have a lot of three or four inch wedges. You must like to go, these are your going out shoes. Let's put these in one spot. Mm. Now I can see we have some shoes that look like your comfort shoes, but these maybe have had their best day. They're stained or they're worn down in the heel. If, we, if they're repairable, let's get them there or let's set these aside because maybe you have six pairs of these comfort shoes, but they've sort of served their function. And um, that's sort of how, how we go through and we have sort of a one, two, three. Your definite keepers, um, your maybes. The maybes are, are gonna go in an area that we will help you figure out the ways you wear these or not. And then the third group would be, these are ready to pass on and through donation or you can sell them. And some things maybe just aren't, you know, I'm all about sustainable and passing things on to other people. But some things really have served their purpose and, and we sometimes take a little garbage bag and it could be for those sneakers that were your favorites that might have holes in the bottom. 
but also for random papers and things that end up in people's closets for no apparent reason. Oh, that's so that's sort of how, how we get started. What would you say is the most common thing that you're seeing in people's closets? Um, I think sometimes, so if somebody has an organized closet, you can see that they gravitate toward a certain color mm. or a certain style. If they have one long cardigan, they might have 10. Um, if they have one baby blue top, they might have a number of them. And what we enjoy doing is, is finding that item. It could be, you know, a green and cream jacket that stands out. We'll pull that out and we, we work in tandem and in sync and I'll pull that out and say, okay, this is unique. I wonder why, why do you have this? We hear the story and then Jennifer immediately will get to work and on creating outfits around it. And I think what we enjoy is closet owner, the client starts to see things the way, like all of a sudden things seem much lighter and the possibilities start building up and, and that's what we enjoy is it really is invigorating to the person because they realize that they, they've been moving in a certain way and that there are all kinds of possibilities that work. And we get stuck and sometimes others can help us point the way out of that. And, and I find that just in, in life in general, in so many aspects of our lives, you know, we tend to eat the same food or we, you know, we become, we're creatures of habit and we sort of do the same things. And and so what do you do with those 10 cardigans that are exactly the same? Because I tend to do that. I know what looks good on my body. Sometimes I step out of the box and buy that bold jacket that you're talking about, but then it just sits because I have no idea how to wear it with other things. Or if I do wear it, I feel kind of like, it's just, I don't know if it's me, but I've, I'm starting to see pictures that you've been posting on Instagram and people can follow you there um, to see kind of the before afters or to see how you took one blue dress and you added a necklace and a certain pair of shoes. And then the next day you took the necklace away and maybe added a belt and, you know, different ways that you can do things. But so what do you do with those 10 sweaters? Do you have the person keep one like out their favorite or well, if they're, you know, if they're, if you have like five of the same color cardigan, unless there are five different complete styles and knits and um, lengths, you, you've got it. It's, it's just clutter. It's, it's unnecessary. And, you know, at that point, again, as Dana said, you know, that they might gravitate towards cardigans, but you don't need five of the same color and same length cardigan, just because, you know, maybe, you know, it might be an easy fix where you look at the, the, it's say, let's say it's a cashmere long cardigan and it's got those nubs on it all over the place. Yeah. That's time to go. There's only so much the dry cleaner can pick off of that. So, you know, that might be a, and it's hard. A lot of people find it hard to let go of things. So I think, you know, as Dana said, when we come in there, we're like the support system too. It's, it's um, we're there to help people find what they truly love and keep it, but let go of the things that really are not serving them. And so you're giving them new eyes for seeing what's already there. Right. Um, I love that. I, I was over at a neighbor's house once and she always looks like fresh and amazing. And she had just redone her bathroom or something. And she said, Oh, this is my closet. And we walked by and honest to goodness, there were maybe 20 items in her whole closet. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, how, how in the world does she, but she had really good items. Do you recommend that? Like really high end items. And she had like a blazer, some white t-shirts, the jeans, you know, she sort of had like this clean look. And I hear what you're saying is that, you know, and I'm, I'm sure that this is the norm is that we tend to buy similar things. And then what you're saying is it just takes over our closet and then we can't see the other things that we, the other options. Right. You know, that's one thing that I, I recommend is like, you need a, you need a couple staples, like a black, little black dress, a great pair of jeans, maybe, you know, a dark, you maybe could do like two pairs of blue jeans, like a dark pair, a light pair, white pair of jeans, um, a white t-shirt. I mean, who doesn't look good in a pair of jeans, a white t-shirt, and you can dress it up with some, you know, big earrings, or, you know, you could go sporty or a little bit more dressy with a white t-shirt, um, a blazer, and maybe like a jean jacket or a nice leather jacket. And you could make so many different outfits with just having those things, even a little black dress, depending on how fitted it is, or the style it is, you can, you can change the look of the dress. You could put a sweater over the dress. You could put a, you know, if it's a sleeveless dress, you could put a, uh, you know, top underneath. There's so many variations to things, but it's just having, having those things already there. And then, then, then you can start playing with things. And I think that's, that's also a fear of some of our, our friends that, um, that need help in their closets is they, they, they're kind of afraid to try different things too. Um, So we're trying to help them also, you know, you like it, wear it and wear it with confidence. Or having people keep your basic, really good staples. Like you just mentioned all of those things. And then you can take other things and sort of layer it on there. And that's when you guys get into the whole styling part. So we've cleaned out the closet. We've shown people, you know, what's good, what works, what doesn't work. We give stuff away. We don't keep 10 cardigans all in the same color. We maybe keep the one freshest, best one um, and and donate the rest. Um, uh, and then your styling tips are, um, you know, like you said, a little black dress and jeans that fit you well, simple t-shirt, a button down and a leather jacket or a jean jacket. And then you say, make sure your clothes fit well. Let's talk about that a little bit. Dana, do you want to take that or I'll take that? I mean, <laughs> I myself, I'll just give you a little, you know, personal um, story. I, I, you know, had recently moved and I did get rid of quite a few clothes, but I do have a lot because I just love clothes. Um, but I had brought with me, I would say, I don't want to tell you how many pairs of jeans, but jeans and thinking, oh yeah, these all fit. Well, I tried, I just recently had tried on probably like five of them. Clearly, I I don't know when I fit in these things, but I got rid of them because they were, they were in my closet taking up space and I could never wear them. So I think it's important to, to actually you know, go through your clothes every once in a while and see if they still fit. I mean, our bodies are changing and, you know, sometimes it's nice to keep that outfit, maybe that you fit in, that you want to be able to still fit in, but sometimes it's not realistic and it's okay. Um, because there's plenty of other clothes and styles and, and outfits that will enhance your, 
physique anyway. So it's, you know, you really should go through your clothes. And really, and, try, and what I'm hearing is try them on because try I them on. definitely have things in my closet that I think, oh, well, if I just lose five pounds, then, you know, this little dress back here is going to, you know, it's going to look so much better on me. And do you find that that people are keeping things that don't necessarily fit them right anymore for a lot of, like what you said, our bodies were women, you know, middle-aged and, you know, a lot of women are having babies and your body is up and down and um, going through all sorts of changes. Yes. I think, um, it's very important when we look at fit to think about what works for you right now. And yes, we do have things that take us back to that dress we wore to a party four years ago and it was great. But when you go out in clothing that fits properly, it just feels good. You can wear it with confidence and that's really the end goal. I mean, the closet is, is a, a great, you know, an organized closet with, with potential for styling is terrific, but it's not, it's not the end goal. It's, it's the tool in the space with which we go out and get on with the rest of our lives. And fit, fit is definitely important. And it's hard because, um, like, for instance, now we have a lot of the high-rise jeans coming back. And, and for the 20-year-old set, it's great. They've never seen that style. They're younger. It, it's terrific. And, and for people at a different age, it sort of brings back maybe the 90s and things like that, but there are ways to incorporate a current trend and make it work for who you are today too. Mm. So it's, um, it's interesting, when we go into people's closets, some people may, may happily try on clothes, step in, into a different space and come out in the clothes. And it is actually often the jeans because jeans are those kinds of things where fit matters. And if something was in style several years ago, it might not be 100% where you want it to be today. But on the other hand, we come in with this, this sort of mannequin and that's where you can see on Instagram, that's often where we put the clothes too. So we just start start dressing this, this, this mannequin and, and it allows us the flexibility to add accessories and things like that. That's such a great idea. You know, I, I didn't know you did that, but that's such a perfect visual because I would imagine I would feel a little self-conscious. You know, I was never somebody in, in the gym locker room that like tore my clothes off in front of everybody. I was always like trying to hide inside the skinny little locker. Um, so what I'm hearing is that you're sticking this mannequin out and then everybody gets the visual. I'm a visual learner. I love to see things. It helps me. Um, and I would imagine that your clients are taking pictures of some of the outfits that you're putting together. Um, we photograph every outfit. So after after we're finished, we we send them all the photographs. So that way they, they have, you know, it, a visual, um, they have a memory of the versatility that, that is right there. And we, we assemble the outfit and then we'll put three shoe options or however, or we'll take, take the photograph in stages too. Yeah. Um, that is so helpful. Wow. And, and a lot of times in the closet, you know, as, as we're sort of moving through the closet, we'll say, well, wait a second, where, where are your necklaces and earrings? And the person might say, oh my gosh, I have 40 different necklaces and I, I don't even know what to do with them. So they're all in a box. And that's where Jennifer is terrific because we'll, we'll pull that box out. And all of a sudden we have a whole new range of possibilities. 
or scarves or jackets or things that for whatever reason, the person has accumulated and it's become overwhelming. And then we sort of release that stagnation for, for lack of a better, better way to explain it. And now all of a sudden we have all these other creative tools to create more, more outfits. Yeah. And this is the perfect timing too, because, you know, things are starting to open back up. People are starting to get vaccinated and we're also excited. To, I'm sure a lot of people shopped online. I know I did during the pandemic was like, Oh, well that's cute. But then I have nowhere to wear it. So I can't wait to get dressed and go places. And I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way. And I know that when I do go out, I want to look and feel my best. And when I feel good in my clothes, there's a different skip in my step. There's a different confidence, a level of confidence that I have when I'm wearing something that I feel good in. Um, when I was little, I don't know if you guys did this when you were little, but when I would try something on that, that I really liked, my mom said I would always dance in it. <laughs> Because I'd be all <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Maybe I should, but, um, but you know, and I probably didn't have any of the judgmental, you know, things that I have going on in my head, you know, about my body at this age now. But, um, but it's important to to feel good like that because I think it changes everything. What I'm hearing is the service that you guys are offering is really giving people an opportunity to feel like that, you know, feel that dance in their step again. Um, mm. And uh, so let's just talk a little bit about um, a little more about some strategies you said to add color to your wardrobe. Um, you said start with one piece and keep the rest of your outfit neutral. Um, when you're comfortable with colors, you can start mixing colors. So tell me about colors because I, I try to, I shy away from them and then I'll buy this like bold shirt and I'll think, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to wear this with white jeans and then I may end up never wearing it. Um, so tell me about color. So that, I mean, that's what I like to, I, I typically like a, well, in the winters, I feel like I wear more of neutral palettes and then, you know, I'll throw on colorful jewelry or something like that. Um, the summertime, I, my closet is like a rainbow of, of colors. Um, but a lot of people are afraid to put different colors together. So my suggestion is, you know, wear if you want to wear your jeans and your white t-shirt, like put some kind of jewelry on that has some color in it or, you know, wear a, a red shoe or, um, you know, whatever color purse you have, you know, make it a bold color. So you become a little bit more comfortable wearing those colors or add a scarf to an outfit. I, I love scarves. I mean, fads or, you know, come and go. And I know when I was working in the financial area and it, and at Cartier, like uh, scarves were part of my everyday wardrobe. And I know that was back then, but I feel like today you can throw a scarf on and it can just change the whole look of an outfit. You can wear it as a belt. It's a little, you know, a bit more, you know, trendy or like I wear them in my hair sometimes, um, which I think are fun. I put my hair up in a ponytail and tie a, a, a scarf around my ponytail, um, so I would add, start adding like that, but then, you know, I think it's important to try different colors together too. I love the look and so it might be too much for some people too. You know, it depends on your skin coloring too, on what colors you want to put together. But in the summer, when I have a little bit of a tan, I love putting like almost like a red, orange, 
like camisole kind of top and then putting a fuchsia silk top over that with a pair of um, like olive colored pants or shorts and talk about color. That's a lot of color, but it's fun. And I feel like when you add color to your wardrobe, it just, it, it just makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing all these bright colors. And again, as Dana had said, like a lot of people tend to stay with the same color outfits. So it's, it's kind of like, but that outfit looks so much better if you just added just a tiny bit of, you know, different color or a pattern. It doesn't just have to be color, but like a different pattern, or it could be, you know, if you want to wear your black pants and, you know, put a, put a pattern top, like, like a nice cheetah print top I'm looking at right now um, is fantastic with that. I mean, that, that says round right there. (laughs) I love it. So um, like you can add little things like that. What would your advice be for, uh, for the accessories? So I, I actually used to love buying accessories and then I had so many that I sort of got overwhelmed by it. It's just interesting. Everything you're talking about, I hadn't really put, you know, thoughts to words like this, but I have them all in my top drawer of my dresser and I rarely look at them. I have a tray in there and I stopped buying them. Like I said, because I just was accumulating so many and I was like, Oh, I'm never even using these. Why? And, and so now I'm at the point where I just don't even buy them. How, how would you display accessories like that? So that, that they're more at your fingertips and that you see them. I, I mean, my, I actually have mine in drawers as well, but I have them in, I went to the container store and got really pretty uh, vessels to hold them in um, different size. They have squares in them, but different sizes. So I have, you know, bracelets and earrings and um, necklaces. They're all in different sized cubes and they're trays. So I do have to move them, but I think a lot of the, the issue is, is time. I don't think people want to take the time to, it's just a little extra step. And for, in my opinion, like that, that, that small detail could make a whole outfit and it could make it completely different. Um, and, and it does take a little time, but, but, and I also have, so I have drawers of those things, but then I have some larger necklaces that I wear. And it, again, it depends on your stature and what you're comfortable with. Like I love big chunky jewelry anyway. Um, so I have a lot of big pieces, but some people don't like wearing jewelry. I have a friend who, you know, wears the same five pieces all the time and that's it. And that's fine. And she looks great. Um, of course, you know, I'd love to give her some accessory, my accessories and say, let's step that outfit up a bit, but, but she looks fantastic. But again, it's what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, a lot of my big necklaces, like I said, I had, I had bought, um, belt hangers and I have them strung up on the belt hangers and they're hanging in my closet. So I can just, move them and set, look at, look at what I have because they're visible and just pick something out. So, you know, one of the things that you guys wrote that if you have a reach in closet, you said, notice where you stand and where you look first, have clothes face you. Um, Just as an artist approaches the canvas, you want your materials visually and physically available. I love that because, and that's why I asked about the accessories. You still do have them visually available. I have mine kind of all just 
in a big heap. <laughs> and what I'm hearing the invitation is to sort of lay them out in the tray in these little different cubbies so that you visually can see them. Um, and you were saying something about, um, uh, about your friend that you, you know, you could help her elevate her outfit, but she's comfortable where she is. And I think what you guys are inviting people to, to do is to step out of their comfort zone a little bit. I mean, I think that that's what you're offering in a very gentle, not judgmental way that you're helping people to step out of their comfort zone, to step out of wearing that same, you know, black cardigan that I have 10 of over and over again on repeat with all the little pills on it, you know, with like little pops of color, some accessories, some organization, some paring down that, um, that I, and, and here's the other thing that I wanted to ask after you've been to somebody's house and you have had this experience, you've taken pictures, you've pared down, you know, they've given away, they've kept, you know, all of that. They've tried some things on, um, how, how do people seem after and what is, what are people, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, they seem joyful. Um, they are appreciative. They feel re-energized. One person said um, she just took on a new job and she's in, you know, it's an in-person face-to-face um, position. And she said, I was so happy that you came and edited my closet and created these outfits because when this opportunity came up, I would have not had the confidence to move forward. This is somebody who hadn't worked in a while. And she said, knowing that I had these outfits and I could show up at work and sort of get started thinking in this way, that part of interviewing and starting the job was already taken care of. And, and that was terrific. Mm. See, that's, that's, that's everything. I mean, that's your confidence. That's the spirituality of really, you know, dressing your best and, I, I believe in care of the self, you know, Jennifer, you know, you've been around me long enough, you know, I talk a lot about self-care and about putting myself first and not that, that that's not a selfish practice, that it is a practice of, you know, if, if I feel good, then everybody around me feels good. If I feel confident, then I exude confidence in my house. I, I emulate that with my family, with my kids, see that. And taking care of this part of our lives and how we dress and how we feel and our bodies and how, um, you know, I've been talking to nutritionists and all, it's like, all of it is the package. And this is a big piece of it, you know, how we get dressed. And I know a lot of people have been wearing sweatpants, <laughs> sweat yeah. outfits for the last year. But um, if, uh, if you feel like I do, I can't, I can't wait to put on a sundress. I can't wait for the sun to come out. It's supposed to be really warm here today because I'm in my closet, I can't see if it came out yet, <laughs> um, but I'm hopeful. So what I'm hearing is that the potential is there. This is your quote, and you guys help people see it. So we already have the potential, but you help people have new ways, new eyes for seeing things. Um, I often ask people what their favorite quotes are. And um, Jennifer, this is just so suits you because you know you wrote on here that you're happy to share your experiences with the hopes of inspiring and helping others. And, um, you know, I know that about you because you have such a compassionate heart and you are very styled and always look amazing. Whenever your name comes up, people are like, oh, she never ages. She looks amazing. <laughs> and I, I think there's, there's, there's beauty in that. And it's not from an enviable, you know, viewpoint. It's like, wow, you really always look 
together. And I don't think I've ever seen you not look together. Even when you're in your bar method clothes, you look amazing. Um, do you have a motto or something for yourself? Like, do you say, like, I had a friend who, um, when we were younger, was like, always get dressed. You never knew who you might run into. Um, do you have a, a motto like that? I, I do. And um, even when I'm in, you know, we've been locked away in our houses for the last year or so, but, you know, I try and inspire even my own children and making an effort is one of the things that I always say, I'm like, just make an effort. And then the other thing is when I'm out, you only have one chance to make a first impression. And I always try want to put my best foot forward whenever I leave the house. And like I said, I do want to try and inspire people to, if they do see me and they're like, wow, she looks great. Like I want people to go home and maybe rethink what they're going to put on or how they're going to leave the house. It's just, it's, it's again, like I said, it's just that extra time to take. And as you said, you know, it's not being selfish. It's not being selfish, self-care. And I think it's so important. And, and it just puts you in the, in a fantastic frame of mind. I love that. And Dana, <laughs> um, you wrote, and I have never heard this quote before. And I am a, a, a big quote fan and I'm, I'm going to borrow this. I've loved it. It says, Whatever makes you feel the sun from the inside out, chase that. Where did you find that? Or where did you hear that quote? Is that like an old favorite or? No, it's interesting. So on Pinterest, and I've been using Pinterest probably for over 10 years. um, And I have a a bulletin entitled Good One. And it's quotes that I've saved um, throughout the years. And it was funny, I was going through them and you can sort of see the quotes that matter to you at a specific period of time, what you were trying to work through. And um, this one I, I came across recently. She's an Australian contemporary poet. And I just thought, I grew up in Florida. I love the sun, but who doesn't love the sun? I mean, it's warmth, it's energy. And if you think about it, um, whether it's somebody who has sunshine inside of themselves or, or, or something that you're going to, who wouldn't want to chase the sun? Mm. Nobody wants to chase the rain. <laughs> Not that I don't love a rainy day sometimes, but um, that, that, that quote really resonates right now too. We've been doing a lot, a lot of um, interior work over the past year sort of spiritually and physically and I think we're ready for for some true sunshine yeah and I I think that it plays in so well with everything that we've talked about is that you know I believe that we all have that inner light you know that inner spark that 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 you know touch of the divine within when you know whatever language you want to call that and you guys are offering in your own way (laughs) You're helping people pull that out, you know, that it's already there, but you're sort of shifting people's perspective and giving them new eyes for seeing ways that they can present themselves to the world. Um, And that's why I asked you how people felt on the other side of redoing their closets and helping style them is because they feel joyful. And don't we all want to feel more joyful and I, I also read in here too that you, one of your suggestion was, is that to have a partner. So if somebody couldn't get, you know, if they're listening and they don't live close by, I don't know if you guys offer, um, 
you know, virtual. Have you gotten into that yet or not yet? No. But that might be something eventually. So anyway, if somebody's listening and they they don't have access to you guys locally here in New Jersey, um, that, uh, you know, a lot of the tips that you guys offered today that we could apply those. And, you know, to discover new ways to, to find that happiness and find that sunlight in ourselves and to pull it out um, of our closets and onto our bodies and, <laughs> and, and back and hopefully, you know, all of us back into the world. So thank you both for, for joining me today and, and talking about sort of, um, you know, this spirituality of, of how we um, carry ourselves and present ourselves to the world. And I think that you'll find that if you use these tips or if that people have you come and help them out in the closet, that, um, that they will feel more joyful and definitely um, more sunny on the inside. So thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at TalkingJoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.